I'm looking for a hot mess mom. Okay, so this is hot mess mom. Call me back. Hey, y'all. You're listening to Tales of a Hot Mess Mom, the podcast where we get into a whole lot of hot mess mom shit. I'm your host, Thippin. And today I have joining me someone who is a part of my hot mess life, my homegirl, fellow Aquarius, the talented and beautiful Afia A. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, even though I look like a hot ass mess right now. But it's on brand because we're all talking about hot ass messery. So why not? Afia has been a friend of mine since high school. And yeah. her own podcast, which is called Adult-ish, which you guys should go, go ahead and check out. Yes, because Teppin is actually on an episode of Adult-ish as well. So yes, go check it out. Although you're not a mom, every time I look around, you got a house full of kids. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. All, all over. So for me, um, I like to tell folks I have five surrogate kids because I have one, well, both of my sisters have um, a twins so each uh, sister has a uh, two children who are both boy and girl so each sister has a boy and a girl my eldest sister had a spare we call him the bonus baby so she had her 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 two her boy and a girl then her bonus baby my sister had her two and so since my eldest sister's kids have been born which was what 2009 ish um i have been an active figure in their in their life I did everything with them, you know, since they came out of the womb, literally it was in the, like the hospital, the day that they were born. Um, and so they have just been like my surrogate babies, literally when my mom's not taking care of them or when my mom wasn't taking care of them, it was me literally canceling plans last minute because, Oh, my sister needs me to take care of her kids. Mind you, my sister is married. So it's not like she's doing this on her own at all whatsoever. But I was just, you know, mom number three for, for those babies. And my other sister, I'd, I'd be as much of a mom with those kids too, but they live in Virginia. So they're too far to get all this extra auntie love. Though my brother-in-law in Virginia tells uh, my niece and nephew here in New York, he threatens them that, you know, auntie's going to move from New York to Virginia so she could have baby auntie time with our kids. And then those three are like, no she belongs in new york it's really ridiculous but i'm like a mom to those five so that that feels great (laughs) you're currently doing work from home while they're doing remote well i think yes i can't keep count of how many of them are actually doing that remote yes so three of them are doing remote learning right now their dad is um, an essential worker he works in a hospital so he's been working this entire time during the pandemic um my sister, she wasn't working during the pandemic until I want to say a few months ago. So back in like August or September. And my mom was uh, stranded in Trinidad during the pandemic. She was away from February to October uh, because Trinidad had locked down all their borders and they were not letting people out. So when the kids had to go back to school, it was auntie who was working from home. And I actually had the opportunity to go back to work on site, but I told them no, because it was like, I have my sister's kids with me. So I have those three with me during the day for virtual learning almost every day. Um, Yeah, almost like every day of the work week. And then they are home in the evenings with their parents and on the weekends. But depending on what time does your day start with them and what time does it end? 
from eight, I have them with me from eight o'clock in the morning. So they'll come to my house around like quarter to eight. And then they don't leave my house until about their dad comes home around 630. So they're with me until about 630. Sometimes they like to stay a little bit longer. So they don't leave my house till seven. Yeah, you pretty much are a hot mess mom too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to take breaks today. I, sp- I literally clocked it today. I spent about an hour making lunch because I would make a sandwich for one and then the other one's like, can I get a sandwich? And then I was in literally in the kitchen making sandwiches for like an hour this afternoon because one likes toasted, one likes the butter, one likes mayo, one likes the crust cut off. So one likes the cheese melted. It was a whole thing. It's so crazy. That's what I, I spent my lunch hour on. <laughs> how different do our lives look now than they did a year ago? Oh my god! Even this around freaking this freaking pandemonium is tripping shit up. <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous. Like, do you granted- remember last year around this time? Or like, by the way, guys, our birthdays are coming up. We're Aquarius. Yes, we're both Aquarius. Yes. So February Aquarius. On top of that, Sophia's yeah. um, birthday is actually on Valentine's Day. Yes, mine is two days later. The worst birthday of the year. That's actually the last time I saw you. Yes. Yes, we did. We met up that time. And it's crazy to think that we were like on the friggin' high line kicking it. And then next thing you know. No, not even. Remember, we went out for my birthday. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm camera bugging. We absolutely did go out for your birthday and had that whole place twerking. <laughs> popping bottles and twerking and i was just sitting in the corner recording the whole thing just like yep yeah, i'm gonna yeah, be by the way i gotta thanks. be the person to document it thanks for getting us home because i don't remember that part yes apparently yes. you yes. and uh, my homegirl reina you're the two sober ones <laughs> we were like did you guys have ubers where's the uber okay what's the taxi cab number let me see let me see your phone okay all right then standing outside like okay are you here for jen yes okay put her in this car this one yes jen yes this car it was hilarious. It and there was, was really so many funny. of us too. I, I can't imagine. I feel like you're so used to dealing with um, all the kids. So that's why you were. Yeah. Older. I feel like I naturally gravitate towards being the maternal figure in every party, every party scenario. It's like making sure you had enough water. Do you have water? Did you eat something? Is your, how much did you drink? Do you need to pee before we go? Like that's naturally, naturally turned into that person which is disgusting because I don't get to have all the fun and be crazy like everybody else. But now we're locked up now doing remote learning with kids. We're all locked up. I got locked up. So as soon as I'm out, I'm going to be like, y'all, I'm going to just start popping bottles and twerking every damn way and be like, yo, get me a Uber. That's a whole fact. <laughs> go out, wear a thought fit. Mm-hmm. Get a nice thought fit. Some questionable decisions. <laughs> Oh man, that's what 2020 has been. His questionable decisions. Oh. So speaking of Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. birthdays, mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about love languages and gift yes. gifts. You know, I feel like this is a time where a lot of relationships, not even just romantic relationships, oh yeah, they they have an issue because people don't understand love languages and how to read people's love languages and how to love people the way they want to be loved yeah yeah it's it's so nuts because like so for those of you who are not aware like 
there's this book like these five love languages right and it's it's acts it's um there's acts so all right let's break it down yeah it's the five general (laughs) ways that romantic partners express and experience love so one is words of affirmation right saying or writing words of affirmation i love yous and empower you're beautiful and yeah that's good then there's acts of service acts of service that's the one i was trying to remember um i feel like (laughs) for me as a mom i know a lot of moms appreciate this because since we have such heavy loads Mm -hmm. it's kind of when you take a load off of somebody else yeah them out um I'll take out the trash for you and do the dishes tonight or, you know, I'll sit with, with you and I'll bring home dinner. Yeah. You know, like I'll cook or I'll take care of the kid tonight and you take a break type of thing. Then there's quality time, which I feel is pretty simple to understand. Right. Um, Just spend time with your partner or your friend or whatever. Cause the love languages, um, by the way, there's several books and they're not just for couples that um they have for children teenagers for men for married couples mm-hmm. for single people yep mm-hmm. so after quality time we also have physical touch physical which touch, does yeah. not always mean sex, sex. yeah it I could mean, just mean like a question or something like yeah, like cuddling hug yeah a hug hand holding massage a back massage yeah then their last one is receiving gifts. Gifts, yeah. Which I think can get complicated. Yeah, because like, I don't know how I feel about um, gifts. Well, then again, I did, so I did the test and my love languages equally were quality time and touch, which I had to reconcile with because again, as you said, touch doesn't necessarily mean sex. And I was in a place very much when I was like, I, I didn't need sex to like have an intimate bond with somebody, but I am a touchy person. Like I love hugs. I love oh, hand I holding. Like I love close, intimate, personal react, like um, physical, like um, attraction, like not attraction, but physical touch with people. So that that's when it made sex, made sense to me that it didn't need to mean sex. Um, and quality time is a big one for me too. Like if I feel like you can't make time for me, then it's like, why am I here? So um gifts for me have always been rooted in something like that where it's like you're spending quality time with me and you're doing something that shows beyond what you anticipate a mm-hmm. gift to be like I I hate I was actually having a conversation with somebody about this on episode for adults as well where like the consumerism makes us all believe that things like diamonds and lingerie and, and stuff like that would make a good gift from a guy to his woman or, or whatever. But I'm very a thought that counts kind of person. Like if you gave me a card from like 10 years ago and was like, remember when we went to this restaurant and you said this, this, and this, and you wrote on this card and you present that to me, I will boo hoo hoo. Like I've never boo hoo hoo before. And then probably hump your brains out because principle, but that would, and that would be my gift to them. Right. But that's, that's a good gift for me. I feel like love languages, when they say gift, it can, it could be such a slippery. Yeah. It could be so many things though. 
And I feel there's way to get gifts within all of the love languages. And the love languages, like you said, there's percentages. It's a hierarchy kind of thing. There's basically levels to that shit. Levels. My first love language is physical touch. I like cuddles and snuggles and hugs. Um, but I also have require some of the other love languages as well. And I do love gifts. So for me, I love also love surprises, but mm-hmm. it has to be a good surprise. And like you said, it has to be really well thought out. When I was a kid, my parents did not surprise me with shit. I can recall, like my mom used to take me, you remember when Toys R Us was on 34th Street? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have very vivid memories of my mom taking me to get my own Christmas gifts. And again, you know, there wasn't that many people she could leave me behind with. Um, my dad was always right. working. So I kind of understand on that part. But even as I got older, they would often just give me money and be like, I'll oh, get whatever you want. It was like never of any real thought or like, you know, surprise value in anything. Right. And so that's why I think I grew to really like really well thought out gifts. So um, actually my cover art for the show, mm-hmm. it's, it was a Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, my homegirl Layla, she gives the best gifts. She's such a great gift giver. She, I'm always excited to get gifts from her. I'm like a kid on Christmas and she's like, I got something for you. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see because I know she's going to get me something that's very meaningful. Um, and again, like you said, it doesn't have to be expensive. Nope. Um, it has to be well thought out. So she gave me this for this past Christmas. Um, it's an image she created from a self-portrait photo that I took of myself. Mm-hmm. And she created this illustration. And I loved it so much that I had to, and she didn't even know I was doing this at the time. And I told her afterwards, and I was like, oh, I want to use this at the cover art because I just loved it so much. It was just so creative and personal that she took the time to sit it there. It was a very good picture. I of that too. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so much so um yeah I appreciate a good gift but a good gift for again doesn't have to be anything you even spent money on um like she created that and I'm, I'm sure she had to spend money to get it framed and printed out right. but there's other gifts like I remember I used to get upset with my ex because he wouldn't give me even like a card. I was like, you could have wrote something on a post-it note. It just had to be meaningful. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need physical, monetary items. And I think that's where people miss the mark. I think a lot of people think they're also really good gift givers just because they spend a lot of money. Anybody yes. designer stuff, friend label stuff and the shit that you see on Instagram. That's so lame to me though. Like, I don't, and again, that's, and, and again, that brings to your point about the idea of gift, right? Like if your love language is gift, then maybe for some people, they want that flashy stuff, but I feel like for other people, cause I mean, look at what's her face, Cardi B and, and Offset, like for his birthday, she gifted him, what was it like 500K, like 500K stat, like stat, like in cash, like in a freezer or a fridge or some shit. And I'm like, I don't understand how that could be a gift because all you did was just give him, take money out of your bank account and just gave it to him. But y'all, that's all you guys do with each other. Just give money to each other. 
And it seems like for some people that works, but I feel like for other people, that's hello whack. I know for me, that's hello whack. Like even if I was a person who my love language was gifts, like I wouldn't want cash. You know what I mean? Like I'd want you to buy me things that meant something to me. Like, you know, if I was in a jewelry store and I said, oh, you know, I really, I really love this ring. And then you buy the ring fine, but not because you see that De Beers is having a sale for Valentine's Day with two for one diamonds, two for one. So you, <laughs> you know, two for one diamonds. And so you decide, okay, I'm just buy her a two for one diamond, knowing that she don't like diamonds or, you know, buying gold jewelry when she wears silver, like she like that. They take, no, they take no consideration into who the person is at all. Right. So I'm never, I've like, never, but I spent really all this money. I never really liked that concept of gift giving. And again, that that can be some people's love language. That That is some people's love language. But I feel like even when you're giving a gift, the gift should be meaningful in some and purposeful in some kind of way, as opposed to just like, here's a stack of cash. I feel like that has no thought in it whatsoever. And it's just like the most generic thing you can do. But I'm also very biased because like I said, I like, I love me some quality time. Like, give me, give me some of that shit, but not even like, and that's a lie because for my birthdays, the gifts that stand out the most to me were food related. So I do like I things. Other, <laughs> so I do like things other than um, cuddles and hugs oh, and, and quality time. Yeah, but I could fuck up some tacos, yo. But like <laughs> one of my best birthdays, I have three down in my head. And the first one was my sister. I think that year, like I had just gotten into steaks. I don't know why, but like that year, like my carnal love was just a really good steak. So my sister was telling my mom to call me to tell me to come home. And I'm like, what do you want me to come home for? She's like, just come home, come home. And when I came home, it's because my sister one of my sisters had made me a steak. Um, she made me a steak with mashed potatoes. She made me casino clams or clams casino because I was like in love with casino clams at that time. And that. she had made like this Hershey's bunt cake, Hershey's chocolate bunt cake um, sometime before. And she messed up like the, the ganache or like the glaze. She messed it up, but it worked really well because it soaked up into the cake and just made it really good. And we were like eating all of that. So for my birthday, she made that cake. So that was my birthday dinner. And that, when I say that was one of the best gifts I've ever gotten in my life, like one of the best days in my life, first birthday, best gift, everything. Cause she just knew my spirit. Like she was just like, listen, I'm gonna just feed this bitch, but I'm not even just gonna feed her. Like I'm gonna feed her with the shit. She really loving on these days. So I was like, I don't even need money. I don't need a card. I didn't need shit. Just put a plate in front of me with all the things I like to eat. And I was like, bless you. I love you. This is why we sisters. Like, I don't, all the love. And um, after that was uh, the second birthday after that was to the Lion King. My ex-husband took me to. That was one of my, I was going to say that one too. Being taken yeah. to the Lion King. Yeah, he took me to dinner. He took me to um, Korean barbecue. And so DM, bar um, so yeah, so it was Korean barbecue, which was cool. I'd never done that. We did that. Then we went to go see the Lion King. That was, and that was really great. It was a beautiful thing to see too. And um, 
And then my third favorite birthday was some years ago, this guy that I guess I was, I was, I was in an entanglement with <laughs> baked me a whole ass lasagna for my birthday. Just, he knew the I lady. was like, lasagna's one of, yeah, I would, you just, I said, listen, lasagna's one of my favorite foods. And he used to make lasagna. I'd be like, yo, why you always make lasagna? Never bring me none, son. Like the hell. And for my birthday, this Negro came with a whole ass pan of lasagna and some garlic bread and he actually had another birthday gift for me too it was a journal because he knew that I like journals so he bought me a journal but it was late so he didn't bring it with the gift but came over to my place popped that shit in my oven I was just like oh my god did a man just did a man just cook for me like oh I feel so like loved right now no I don't think I've ever had anybody cook for me no, no, that's never happened. But um, yeah, one of my best birthdays. Um, so the ex, the one you know, actually, he was a good gift giver. He was good at gift giver. So one year, well, first of all, his birthday, my birthday, Valentine's Day, and our anniversary was all like with the same within the same week. And if I remember correctly. We went out to eat and we always went out to eat at really great places. I saw, I can't remember where it was. And he didn't tell me where he was taking me. And mm-hmm. I just went along with it. And it was to the Lion King. And that was awesome to me. And uh, yeah. he actually gave me a ring there too. He surprised Aww. me with this nice gold ring. And uh I think it was one Christmas. It was also his way of presenting things. So like, even okay, though okay. I don't like material thing, not that I don't like them, I do appreciate them. And again, I felt like the presentation, the thought that went into it and, you know, um, but another one was for Christmas. So I love candles, mm-hmm. all types of candles. And he gave me a huge candle, like, I don't know, like two feet tall. Damn. And when I remember when he gave it to me, he told me he was like, be careful when you open it. And so when I opened it, I was like, oh, because he didn't want me to drop it. But no, this man had carved in a hole to fit a jewelry box into Aww. the styrofoam that was, you know, protecting the candle. Mm-hmm. And it was a really cute, like gold bracelet. So. I just think a lot, a lot of it was the presentation and the thought that went into and the work that went to it also. But um, yeah. I think, like I said, I think that you could give gifts with all the love languages. Like for instance, words of affirmation, write mm-hmm. a little journal. Have you ever heard those stories where people like keep a journal about somebody and write every day something that they love or something that happened and they, they thought about them? Yeah, some type of crap like that costs practically nothing like notebook what it really does dollars if you know their love language it takes it yeah it takes nothing to give like a really a good acts of service you know your girl's busy or even your guy you know they're busy all the time and you know you have a way of pitching in i feel like that's a gift 
That is absolutely a gift. That is a gift of saying like, listen, I know that you're tired and that you want to break and um, you would like it very much if I took the burden, you know, took a burden off your shoulder. I'm going to take this off your shoulder. I mean, please, the amount of nights when I was like with my ex that I will come home from work and I would have wished that he would have just like cooked dinner or, you know, what cleaned up order dinner the house. That task or yeah or our hands yeah or you know have dinner ordered so by the time that i come home all i'm doing is like taking off my clothes and unwinding and getting a glass of wine and there's dinner already there you know i shouldn't have to be coming home and asking what are we eating and then figuring out you know what we ordering who's gonna go pick it up all that extra shit like if i if i was able to come home to that i wouldn't be divorced i'd be happily married (laughs) but i wasn't getting that shit so that's what happens yeah, that, you don't give good gifts. An issue and in my last, you know, big relationship. I, I mean, he used to give good gifts though. Like I give him that, but that no, sh- those I, gifts. He was physical gifts. It, as you know what it is, also, people are not speaking their partner's love language. Yes. They're loving them and speaking that is that their love language to them. So like mm-hmm. maybe that you I'm sure you've heard of people that they do really like flashy things or expensive things. Yeah. That's their taste. So that's how they love their partner by showering them with gifts and their mm-hmm. they're miserable because they want quality time. Yep. They want a hug. They yeah. want some help around the house. Yeah. I think that's what it was with my ex. I think like his love language might have been gifts and like maybe acts of service or something because he used to give me gifts. I mean, he used to give me gifts all the time, but like, yeah, I think, yeah, I think our love languages didn't align. And to your point, like sometimes you'll take whatever your love language is and give it to other people anticipating, okay, well, I love physical, you know, I love PDA, so... I'm going to give you PDA and the person might just be like, nah, I only do this for you because I know you love it, but I don't like that. I actually like, I want somebody to buy my dinner or like, I want you to buy me a shirt or buy me, you know, buy me clothes or something. And it's like, well, I didn't know. That's where you got to start talking, speaking to each other, finding, learning each other's love languages. No, I totally agree. And again, I think it's not just for romantic relationships, just like the books are geared towards different individuals. Um, It plays into all relationships, your friendships. Um, I even, I feel like I'm still learning my son's love language. Mm -hmm. I I think he's um, a quality time and gifts person like mm. that's at the top of his list i'm not really sure though i'm still trying to figure it out but i feel like it helps you kind of get along a little bit better too it does i mean like if you i mean the whole point is this right like if you know what your partner's love language is and i and you know yours and you guys communicate that it's so much easier to uh, to love each other because you know, I know my man loves gifts. My man knows I love quality time. So he knows that if I'm coming home, I'm going to need like 30, you know, giving me 30 minutes of cuddling time is going to do worlds of wonder 
for me, which will benefit him, right? Because I will feel like, oh, yes, I'm loved. I'm energized to give you what you want. And then if I know that his, you know, love language is gifts, then I will know, okay, you know what? What can I do, um, you know, ever so often to show him that I love him? Maybe I could buy him a new hat or, you know, oh, he was looking at some cufflinks the other day, you know, and that's if the gift, um, the gift item that is his love language might be like clothes, you know, or like fashion or something like that, like, you know, in that respect, or, you know, these men love their freaking PS5s, you know, game. I mean, if you buy a man a gaming console, he better love your ass for life because that's a $500 gaming console. They're ridiculously expensive these days. Yeah. So, I mean, any man, if you bought that to him, that's his damn love language. Fuck a quality touch. A PS5 is a man's love language. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, you know, I buy you the, the PS5. Give me a foot rub. Give me several foot rubs. I deserve. But that's when you guys know each other's love language when you don't know each other's love language it's like two people starving at a buffet it's right there in front of your face but y'all ain't saying shit so how to just starve. yeah no i think being in a relationship with somebody who especially when you're trying to tell them hello mm-hmm. this is my love language mm-hmm. i'm showing you i am telling you i am asking you you no just no okay like oh you just gonna ignore what i'm saying right now got it heard you so tell me about what was the worst gift or worst gift giver you've ever dealt with Mm. funny enough i don't even know i can't pin it down to one person i'm gonna pin it down to several people and that would be the elders in my family. Like, they can just never know what to give me for a gift. Like, for the most part, like I said, one of my sisters, she she was in tune with my stomach, so she gave me that gift. My other, my other sister is very much like, tell me what you want. She's one of those people, like, what do you want? And I'll be like, I want a guitar. All right, fine. And she'll get me a guitar. Like, she's one of those folks that's just like, I don't even want to guess. Just tell me what it, what you want and I will get it for you. Or she might get me, she would have got me like clothes or something, which is something that I need, but she has really good taste. So I have no problem with that. But like, man, I remember when I was a kid, like my uncle and my aunt took me to like a shoe store once. Because they're like, oh, we're going to get you some something. I don't know if they wanted to get me new shoes or what. I don't know. But they took me to this sneaker, to this store. And I knew it was, it was like a bargain basement store. It wasn't even like a pay less. It was like worse than pay less. And they decided they were going to get me like some pairs of sneakers and call that like either a Christmas gift or some shit. And I was like, the hell is this? And then on top of that, the shoes didn't fit. And I didn't, I didn't want to say shit because I'm like, okay, these are older people. I'm not going to tell them nothing. But like them they used to just give really just old people not even giving a shit carrying this gifts and I hated that from like all the older relatives in my family like oh let's just buy her some clothes like and then okay you're gonna buy me some clothes and the shit don't even like look like my taste it don't 
not even my colors like oh god after that I think I think when people realized that I was not responding to their gifts they decided we're just not gonna get her shit like just give her a car and she'll be fine and I'm like thanks for this car whoo because if I had to open up one more gift and pretend to like it I'd be so mad so <laughs> I think at some point they kind of realized yeah let's just stop doing that with her my mom was kind of that way with my clothes too but she tried there was like one Christmas she bought me a watch and the watch had like some it had like some ancient Egyptian kind of hieroglyphic thing and she knew that I was into archaeology at that time so she bought it for me but then the watch broke in like I don't know four or five days after so that wasn't nice but I still kept it little does she know I still have that watch that she bought me when I was like I don't know 12 or 13 oh I have things like that too yeah that was she she tried so she was terrible with the she was bad with the clothes but that one year I gave her that she tried that one year and I give her that one year but after that I think my mom just stopped again they just stopped trying they were like listen we don't we don't know what you like you don't tell us we don't ask we're just gonna say happy birthday or merry christmas and keep it pushing I was like all right cool I don't got to fake a smile. I don't got to fake a laugh for y'all. Bet. Be good. Be Gucci. That's it. And I think that's what irked me with my family. With them, like, not even trying. Because all of my likes and interests, I felt, were out there. I loved to Mm -hmm. read when I was younger. And they, even both of them still to this day, because my son, he's not a big fan of reading. So it'll be like, oh, your mom loved to read when she was a kid. So I'm sitting there thinking. Like, why didn't y'all buy me books? Even if you would have went to Barnes and Noble and just bought a gift card, it would have been mm-hmm. better than what y'all ended up doing. Like, yes, I'm grateful I got something. Yeah. But there was no... Um, just no thought. Yeah, none whatsoever. So I always had to like be very straightforward. Like, I want this. Or like I said, go with them. They would take me. Here we go. Yeah. You want. Now, I remember I would be like, so why am I wrapping this up? I already, because, you know, they want the. It got to go on the ceremony. Yeah, they want the ceremony of it. Okay, she knows what it is, but we want to make sure we get the photo of her opening it up and smiling. Like, let's let's do that. It's like, no, why? I remember like. Yeah, man, I feel like I stopped getting gifts from my family when like in my teens. I was like, nah, she's too big for this. She's too old for this. And like I said, my ex, my ex-husband, like he wasn't bad with gifts, but we didn't know, we didn't understand each other's love language. So that, that was, enough. well, I didn't understand his, I can say that. I think he, I think for the most part he got mine, but I couldn't understand his and it came off like he wanted gifts, but then it also felt like he wanted other stuff too, or like his gift was sex. So he wanted sex gifted to him all the time. But yeah, I remember he liked gifts because even when, um, what's that Guitar Hero came out, he was like, yo, can you get me this? Can you get me that? And I'm like, yo, you're a grown ass man. Why the hell am I buying you <laughs> shit for Guitar Hero? I think I eventually Game did. Stop. Though, yeah, that's when that shit was popping. But yeah, you know, but he was, I mean, he was fairly good with gifts like, you know what it was? He was fairly good with, he was good with being thoughtful. Like he would remember when I would say things 
and then bring them back as gifts. So like um, in high school, I, I had bought important too. From, like even though I said it, you took it and mm-hmm. kept it in your mind and said, "All right." Um, yeah, he yeah he was he was really 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 good with that. Like I give him, I give if he's listening, I give you mad credit for that. I give you props. Like you know, I never take that shit from you. He was really good with that. Like putting shit in his memory bank and then coming back to it like two years later like yo remember when you told me that you lost this this and this look I bought you something to replace it and I would like lose my shit because I'm like I didn't even think that you remember that you know so he was he was good for that he did that a couple times like one or two two times he did that and then for my engagement ring he did that as well because I was like if I ever get married, this is the kind of ring that I want. And I told him that like years, 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 years. And, but I brought it up like when we started dating, but right, right before we got married, I brought it up again. I was like, you know, just want to remind you, this is, you know, the kind of ring that I'd like. And I think he had to like ask my sister to just confirm like, was it this one she said? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been saying that one for like 10 years, bro. Yes. So, because <laughs> I had liked that ring from like way, way, way back. But um, yeah, he was good for, he was good for that. I, I give him, I give him kudos for that. So he was probably like one of my best guests, my best, best gift givers when it came to like just giving gifts. Yeah. My mom's gotten better. That's good. I've gotten older. So like, She'll buy me like sneakers because she knows I'm into sneakers. Mm. She'll, she'll even like she's kind of figured out my style too. That's nice. She'll like go shopping and she'll see something. She'll like, oh, and she'll bring it back. She was like, I'm pretty sure you'll like this. And I'm like, oh, see, that's nice. Like, you know what colors? I'm, again, too, because that would be another thing when I was younger. I'm like, she would like, well, they would all get things. And I'm like, I don't even wear this color. Mm. why why would you do this she's like it was like, in the same but again, families everything else. Face, i'm like thank you mm-hmm. but if, yes because when we're younger we don't cool. have the authority to be like no mom i don't like this, this is ugly like you're not gonna tell your mom I like i don't want to hurt people's feelings either yeah. really feel like they did something you're not trying to hurt their feelings so it's like you're not gonna be like no this is the fuggliest dress that you've ever bought me in my life it don't even fit it's a high water on me but you're like you know what thanks i love it and then wear it for them once or twice so they can feel good about it too oh i remember those days sheesh i was wear outfits that i did not like because someone bought it for me as a gift you got it. it's yours you gotta wear it it's not just gonna mm-hmm. be sitting up and you're collecting dust in the closet mm-hmm. i don't miss them days at all not at all but yeah, I'm trying to think like I've been lucky in the sense that like I said with my ex he gave good gifts um and a couple guys and a few guys after him gave decent gifts well I shouldn't say a couple should I say a couple has it been a couple lord I don't even remember at least one of them gave um gave pretty decent gifts Sometimes I felt though with that one, I had to pull it out of him and be like, hey, I want, can I get this? I want this. But um, and I don't like that. Yeah. I hate that. But he it's came like, through with the pan of lasagna though. 
no that was dope you know yeah. i love me some food yeah it was kind of like all right all right i'm gonna forget that because you, you came through with that and it was the the lasagna and then a card that was just so on point with the shit that we were talking about like during that time it was it was like serendipitous that he was able to find this card that was right up our inside joke and um and then the journal so I was like all right this is cute I like this but then after that the gifts were just never there so it's just like all right I'm gonna just take this gift and run with it and after that I haven't had I haven't had anybody give me like trying to think trying to look through my house right now to see if there's any no, the only gifts that I've gotten since then has been my friend giving giving birth to babies, and that's it. Like I just popped out that baby. Look, you got a new nephew. You got a new niece. Thank you. I love it. Can't wait to see the baby. That's been the only gifts I've gotten since then. <laughs> no, I um, I don't know. I feel like at one point you're gonna be like, I'm tired of all these babies. <laughs> they ain't even my babies. I'm already tired. I'm already tired of these babies that I'm watching now, and they ain't even babies no more. They they're preteens now. It's frightening to me. It scares me so much. And hear me talking sounding like a mom, but like it frightens me so much. It's like ah, oh, they're eleven. Soon they're gonna start getting into puberty and hormones, and I don't want to think about that. Mm, but talking so about the kids. And love languages. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to teach kids love languages. Yeah. Look out for other people's love languages and how to love them and theirs and how to express their own. Mm-hmm. So with my son, before the whole 2020 pandemic, mm-hmm. like flipped upside down. The Panavision is happening. Oh, the Panera bread and all that mm-hmm. shit. Before all of that, I used to actually regularly take him out to like restaurants and not just not McDonald's and Burger King. Ah, uh, my boy liked calamari. Oh, you remember that? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I think you're talking about the whole meltdown moment. Yes. And he was crying in the oh, car. Okay. All right. So the story behind that is I, um, me and my mom were picking up my son from his school. And this was about three years ago, I want to say. And the kid still to this day loves calamari, but he loved calamari back then. Even as a, what, five-year-old mm-hmm. at the time. And so we were asking him, what do you want to eat for dinner? And he says, Calamari. And I'm like, oh, baby, it's too late for that. Because I think at the time he was in after school. So we were picking him up and it was almost six o'clock at night. Mm. And mind you, his bedtime was, I think, 730 at that time. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, OK, we got to get home, get something in your tummy real quick. And maybe a little bit later. But but anyways, uh, going to get calamari from the place that he likes to eat calamari from is a little bit out of the way we didn't have time for that it was late and i told him right. that we have it on the weekend and this kid lost his entire fucking shit y'all he starts oh, shit, screaming shit. and crying and i um was this on instagram or there was a snapchat at the time 
It was Insta. It was Insta. So I am recording because to me, this is humorous. Like I realized like he's tired. So I'm not getting upset with him. But he's screaming, I want calamari. And I'm like, baby, we can't get calamari. We could do it another day. If it's not calamari, I don't want anything. (laughs) My guy was out here in these streets. Hella upset over this calamari. It was hilarious. It was so funny. So that may be partly my fault because again, like I said, I take him to real restaurants and not just because I want him to know that going out and spending time and eating good food to me is a love language, but I want him to taste other cultures and know how to behave when he's out here in public. Yeah, it's a good lesson for him just in in um socializing all together right like he's getting the opportunity to he's understanding what it means to go out like you go out you have dates with your mom or mm-hmm. mom you know dates with your family um, little too yeah you know so it's just a good overall social um socializing tactic or technique or not even technique but just you know event to do with him period so he's he's comfortable going to you know restaurants when he gets older he's comfortable he understands the setting he knows what the vibe is like he knows what the you know he reads the room he knows and we also used to do picnics a lot like we used to go to central park a lot again before everything went to shit and he asked me recently too he was like oh can we like have a picnic inside the house Mm -hmm. living room and i was like oh my poor baby this is the way it used to be then he asked me too about the date he was like can we have a date and I was like, well, it's kind of hard because um, everything is either shut down or just not the safest option right now, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, everything that happened to me. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, you're just joining. You don't really know me. I was hospitalized in the beginning of the quarantine era, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, if you're interested in learning more about that, you could check out my personal Instagram. I wrote about it. And one day, I guess I'll get to it on the show, but not right now. Yeah. I'm trying to think what are those kids' love languages now that you talk, now that you think about it or talk about it. Because it is something to think about. Like, I mean, I think my niece, my eldest niece, I think her love language might be quality time because she's very much like, if her brothers are not near her, she she wants to be where they are. Like she's one of those, you know, like if they decide, oh, we want to spend the night by grandma, like she doesn't want to stay at home by herself. She wants to spend the night with them. And to this day, so she and her twin brother, they used to share a crib when they were babies. And when they got older, they got their own separate beds. To this day, she still sleeps with him. Like it's one of those things where it's like, she has her own bedroom and so the two boys have their bedroom and every night she will leave her bedroom and go into their bedroom and like sleep in the bed with them and just like talk all night with them and she likes she likes that closeness yeah with her brothers so I feel like her love language should be quality time um and with the other two hmm, what would they be touches my eldest nephew oh yeah he was a cuddly baby. He used to play with his his ears when he was ready to sleep. 
And if you were next to him, he would play with your ears. Like he would play with your ears when he was ready to go to sleep or like, he's a big baby. If anything happens to him, that boy is curling up in your lap, like a little cat. Like he, he loves that, that. And what would be Addy? Addy, he's not, he's not a gifts kid. My niece is also words of affirmation. She likes to hear good job. You're, you did great. You're smart. She loves to hear that. Um, but that other little one, what is he? He's probably gifts, you know. He's probably gifts. Yeah. He might, he might, his love language might be gifts. But his gifts are like meaningful things for him. Like right now he's into Legos. Or he was into Legos like a few months ago. So for him, like the best gift you could give him was just some kind of Lego pack. And it could just be just random blocks for him to build whatever he wanted to build. So I feel his thing might might be gifts. Huh? I said that was my kid too. Uh, It changes. with. Mm -hmm. So he was into Beyblades at one point. Yeah. And um, what is he into? I mean, right now he's on a big video game kick and uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go. Oh, they haven't they haven't reached Pokemon Go yet. I'm actually kind of happy that they don't know anything about that because then they're, they're gonna be driving me crazy. Yeah. You got me out here in these streets in the cold. Yeah. Trying to find some oh, catch some damn Pokemons. It's like hell no. But yeah, I'm glad they're not they're into oh, he does like it. And he gets like today I actually gave him some money for pokemon something i don't know what the mm-hmm. hell he did and he was so was like thank you mommy i love you you're the best and i was like because mm-hmm. you know yeah, sure bubba could be mean yes so uh, absolutely yeah. like this is gonna last how long mm-hmm. but his other love language like i said is quality time like your niece with my kid it's uh he hates to be alone period mm-hmm. he wants somebody sitting next to him uh he he oh you have to snuggle him to sleep somebody has to snuggle him and sometimes he'll wake up in the night and be looking and be like oh no 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 somebody need to hug me and (laughs) he uh he has this thing and i'm actually gonna lead it into my mom tip for the show because mm-hmm. I wasn't this, but now that we're talking about how his love language is quality time and I didn't realize this kind of fell into it mm-hmm. and so yeah we're gonna come to the end of the show with the mom tip and the mom mm-hmm. tip is for moms with kids of all ages not even just small kids or even like you Lafia, somebody who mm-hmm. will up in your house mm-hmm. get yourself some poop spray Mm. like I'm always talking about this and I'm always telling people about it so I discovered this when my son was in a stage and he wanted me to hang out with him in the bathroom while he took shit from start Mm. to finish now at this point in life he eating real food so his like grown people poop and um as much as I love my kid and I'm all for teaching him about the natural smells that our bodies create I don't enjoy the smile of somebody else's shit. And if that's your kid, mm. then, you know, cool. But it's hey. not me. 
anyway, so the spray. There's a few different brands that make it and different scents. And you can find some DIY recipes to make it yourself with essential. Yeah. And I don't know what else. If that's more your vibe, you feel a little bit more crunchy, go ahead and do that. So what you do is you take the spray, you shake it up, and right before somebody has to go poop, you spray it into the soil about like three times or so. And while the person is pooping, there's no smell. Mm-hmm. It creates some type of like barrier between the barrier, wall. yeah. And um, so you just smell. It's not a fragrance that covers the scent. It literally captures it, and then there's a fragrance on top. When it, yeah, when it flushes, yeah. that goes out into the area. Yeah. So I found this out when he used to always have me in the bathroom with him and I was miserable and he would get really upset though. And I would try to explain him that I'm really upset too, bro. <laughs> because, <laughs> the fuck? I'm not trying to that smell be- your turd, bro. Like, oh man. So I found out about the spray somehow and girl, once I found out about it, I can't live without it because not only does he, he still kind of have those moments where he's like, hey, come sit talk with me this kid i feel like doesn't matter where we go whose house they could be brand new to his life he will need to take a shit in their house and sometimes you don't want your kid blowing up somebody else's bathroom that's right my extra tip i guess is to have a smaller bottle in your purse or for my messy mamas if you're going to see a little sneaky link, yeah, boo, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. And facts, facts, facts. Spend the night, you wake up and you got to go. And you don't want to have that little awkward moment. Keep it in your purse. Mm-hmm. So that's my tip. And that is a show of fear. Please tell my yes. friends where they can find you. Absolutely. You guys can find me on Twitter at La Jolie Poeta. That's L-A-J-O-L-I-E-P-O-E-T-A. You can also find me on Instagram at A-L-J-A-0214. Um, I'm also on Clubhouse in case you want to chat, start a room, whatever. I'm down. Let me know. Uh, my Clubhouse name is A-L-J August. That's A-L-J August. Um, as for the Adultish Podcast, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Adultish P-Z-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's where y'all can find me. Thanks again, girl. Happy to have you here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening to Tales of a Hot Mess Mom. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your messy ass friends. And make sure to follow Tales of a Hot Mess Mom on Instagram and Hot Mess Mom Tales on Twitter to stay posted and get your extra serving of messiness. You can also email me at Tales of a Hot Mess Mom at Gmail to share your own Hot Mess Mom tales, thoughts, and suggestions. Bye, y'all. Bye.